Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ, I'm the former wrestler, we've got Dave the Ultimate Fan here with us, as we do every week, our producer Joe may, likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter, that's at FansWorking, Facebook, Working Fans Pod, we've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out, and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. Fans, welcome back for another week of the 531, where we take our top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, debate it down to a top one. And Dave, don't think I didn't forget that this is the Working Fans Comedy Cast, 100% less angry than last week. Uh, Dave, how you feeling today? I'm all right, man. I was waiting. I thought you were going to make a little rookie move there. I'm like, you know, I'm ready to give these intros, but that's all right. You were on it. You were on it. And yeah, man, we started talking about this last week about... How Burl Murray movies were on our comedy movies list so much that we made a list. And Jesse from New Hampshire was like the first guy to message me. I was like, all right, this is definitely happening then. We're doing Bill Murray movies this week. Top five Bill Murray movies of all time. Your favorite Bill Murray movie movies. Oh, yeah, 100%. Now, who do you got for a list? For, you want to give Jesse the first spot since he got to us so early? Yeah, you got Jesse? Um, do I have Jesse? I do not. I've got Randy Scott. Let me check. I might just have Jesse. I believe I sent you that one. Guys, this is an amateur move. We should have figured this out beforehand. It's all right. It's all right. Jesse, I'm sorry, brother. Yeah. I sent it to you. This is all about ego now. Whose fault was it? That's all this is. It's like, I could easily grab it. It's like, I want to know. No, yeah, you did send it to me. I didn't write it down. I want to know who did it. All right, folks, we know it's my fault, but Jesse from New Hampshire has Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, Space Jam, Kingpin, and Zombieland. Excellent, excellent choices. You know, I didn't tell people that it had to be uh, movies Bill Murray star in. I just said your favorite Bill Murray movies, but... However, you want to anticipate that because, like Jesse, there's a few movies that Bill Murray didn't star in that made my list as well. Yeah, 100%. Now, who do you got first? I got Mike Flynn. Uh, he's got uh, What About Bob, Life Aquatic, Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums, and, of course, a classic, uh, Ghostbusters. I mean, that's kind of his big breakout movie, I would say, for the most part. I mean, there were other movies, but, I mean, I think that's the one that really made him, like, you know, 
Most yeah, ways. I would argue what Bill Murray broke out on TV mostly for SNL, yeah. and then Ghostbusters was kind of that jump to the movie game. Randy Osga has my next list. He's got Groundhog Day, Stripes, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, and Wild Things. Interesting. I didn't even know he was in that movie. We were talking about this a little before. Apparently, he was the lawyer. Yeah, apparently. I mean, the only two things I remember from that movie are Denise Richards. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, what list do you got next? <laughs> Kevin Bacon might have been in that movie, too. I'm going to think of another one. But anyway. I think him, Kevin Dillon. We're getting too deep down the ra- yeah, rabbit hole. Apparently, Bill Murray was in it. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> All right. I got Zach in here. He's got Life Aquatic, What About Bob, Rushmore, Caddyshack, and another old school favorite, Stripes. Wow. Now, we're seeing a few kind of of the same movies popping up. You're seeing Stripes, Ghostbusters. Rushmore. What about Bob? Yeah, it's definitely interesting to see the movies are just popping up here. Yeah, now Scott from Voluntown is our next one. We got Ghostbusters, Scrooged, Groundhog Day, Life Aquatic, and Caddyshack. That's another vote for Life Aquatic right there. Yeah. Also, uh, is that the second time Scrooge has made a list to here already? I believe so, yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, a lot of these movies are going to be the same, it looks like, because I got Jake St. John next, and he's got Life Aquatic, Real Tenenbaums, Where the Buffalo Roam, or something different, Broken Flowers, another different movie, and what about Bob? Jake giving a nice variety for his list. And also, he did want to point out, Jake being a poet, that one of the great things about Bill Murray is he supports poetry. Yes. Now, I'm going to bring you my list next because, one, I enforce the Jake rule. And two, I included a movie that Jake did as well. I've got Ghostbusters. I've got Caddyshack. I've got a little movie called Coffee and Cigarettes. It was a Jim Jarmusch movie, black and white, but Bill Murray popped up during a scene with Riza and Jizza from the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, I heard about that, actually. I've also got Ghostbusters 2. I included Kingpin. And my honorable mention was Where the Buffalo Roam, where Bill Murray... It was the first movie where Hunter S. Thompson was portrayed in a film and Dr. Gonzo, the role formerly filled by Benicio Del Toro, was filled by Peter Boyle. I love Dr. Gonzo. I remember him from The Muppets, too. He was great. (laughs) All right. right, Well, I guess it's my list next, then. I got Ghostbusters. Scrooge, as I talked about last time, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Groundhog Day, another favorite. And I also got Ghostbusters, too, because, uh, guys, uh, even if it wasn't the better of the Ghostbusters, I was a child. I loved it. I didn't care. Yeah. And last one, but not least, I'm upset that I did not include this as one of my top comedy movies of all time last week, and that is Kingpin. Absolutely hilarious movie. Bill Murray is great as the villain in it, and I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, now, the last list I have is from Tim Ferlin. He's got Caddyshack. Groundhog Day, Ghostbusters, Stripes, and Scrooged. Interesting. A lot of all the old classics right there. Yeah, now... How old's Tim? I guess he's in his 50s. No, he's 40s. He's probably about your age. No kidding, Now, before we go on, since we got all our lists, I mean, we really powered through these lists, so let's take a minute. What is it particularly about Bill Murray that you found funny at an early age and what do you think it is about his movies you know what that have stayed in the public mind kind of like i was saying on another episode about like eddie murphy that even though i didn't totally get all of eddie's humor at a young age his timing and his facials and i feel that's like 
one of the very funny things about Bill has like a great sarcastic humor. Yes. And, you know, in his movies, it translates very well. And the timing and the manners of his facials and which way he delivers this stuff is, I think, what puts him above the rest. You really believe he's this sarcastic asshole a lot of times. Yeah, and his... A lot of his early characters were... I'm not going to call them the same, but they were very similar. Yeah. But then, as you watched Bill Murray grow as an actor, you saw a level of maturity, but he still kept that sense of humor that was amazing to see. And I think that's why he's been endeared by the... the public so much since then. Absolutely. And as he said in Kingpin, that woman's a stone-faced liar. I pulled out way early. (laughs) I I think Dave tried co-opting that line at one point. Now, (laughs) Dave, what are the movie? I mean, a lot of these movies popped up a bunch, but when we start to put this top three together, well, I mean, it's got to be Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, Ghostbusters. Kingpin's not going to make it, unfortunately, because I think me and only one other person, Jesse, had it. I had it as well. That's three. Maybe we can sneak it in there. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, there I mean, were a yeah. lot more that made there it. There was. There was. Ghostbusters for sure. I would have to say Caddyshack was another one. Caddyshack was another one. Yeah. And that gets interesting because Life Aquatic, Royal Tenenbaums, Rushmore was on a lot of lists. God, what about Bob was on a lot of lists? Since there was so many of that, how about we just go with one of my favorites? <laughs> not Kingpin. Not Kingpin. <laughs> Why don't we throw Groundhog Day in there? I think that made a few lists anyway. Okay. That's right, baby. When you uh, help run the show, you get to pick your favorites in there. <laughs> now, it, it's, I mean, it happens a lot when we get to the top three list. Yeah, I know. Like, honestly, here's a little fun fact about me. So I'm a little, uh, you know, I don't really have the right to comment on this, but I've actually never seen Caddyshack, which is one of his uh, most known four movies. Everybody loves it. I never got around to it. However... Just knowing the historical significance of it and knowing how many people voted for it, I can't just vote that out. So I feel like Groundhog Day does have to go. Yeah, it's the tough part because sometimes when we're trying to get that third list in, sometimes you're almost trying to get it in so much you're not realizing that you're putting it up against two powerhouses. So sadly, Groundhog Day is going to have to go. I I think when you look at the final two, like again, and I haven't seen Caddyshack, so you can school me on this if you have to, but... I think at the end of the day, even though like there's a lot of iconic movies, and Bill really branched out and did a bunch of different movies that really showed his range, I think Ghostbusters is the film. That's the film that put him on the map. And it wasn't just him, obviously, too. There were other greats in there, too, like Dan Aykroyd. But, I mean, that Dan is... Aykroyd, Harold Ramis. Oh, yeah. Victor Igor. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah, Mick, Rick Moranis. <laughs> Some of the greats. But I think Ghostbusters is definitely the film. Like, who was the uh, the African American guy in that film? I cannot remember. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Thank you. I was blanking out on his name. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, you guys made me see shit turn white. <laughs> now, <laughs> I mean, ears. Caddyshack. While it is a good movie, I feel like Ghostbusters just has that place in everybody's hearts because yeah. we're all round about the same age. We probably all saw it. At about the same time. It's mainstream, pal. Yeah, you had the Ghostbusters cartoon, which helped put it over. Yeah, a little Slimer. Yeah, so it's tough. I feel like Ghostbusters has to get the win this week. It's going to. Whether people like it or not, there's probably a few artsy people out there. You know, maybe our buddy Jake who does poetry. You know, great guy. He's probably like, well, fuck, you put that on there. I gave you good movies like Broken Flower and Went to Buffalo Rome and you came back with Ghostbusters. 
Yeah, we did, man. Sorry. <laughs> now, Where the Buffalo Roam, not a bad movie. Yeah. But it was an 80s attempt at telling that Hunter S. Thompson story, which arguably Fear and Loathing did in a better way 10, 15 years later. But Bill Murray's such a Hunter S. Thompson fan that he wanted to get that movie made at that time. And I've seen it before. It's good. But... It's no fear and loathing, and it's no Ghostbusters. Yeah, we all have our favorites. I mean, like I said, my favorite was one he didn't even really star in was Kingpin. I just love his character. The hair's all messed up. You know, he's just saying jerk off things to everybody. Like he tells some woman at the diner, you know, like your perfume's bothering me. Can you just go somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, I love the guy. Yeah, he had it's such a good character in there. But guys, thank you for joining us again this week. And that was top five Bill Murray movies. We'll talk to you next week. Suck it. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 